This episode of the Namaste podcast is sponsored by the Audible app. Download your free audiobook today by going to www.audibletrial.com slash namaste. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Namaste podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul, connecting self-help ideas to inspirational people. Oh, it is so good to be back. I am so pumped to share this episode with you all. So first off, if you are brand new to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Melissa Malati, and I am your host, I have been taking a little bit of a break from the show. It's been about a month since I posted the last episode. And you know what? I really needed it. As all of you know, we are going through a very weird time right now, uh, you know, with the coronavirus. <laughs> if you haven't heard that word enough, I swear every two seconds someone brings it up. But I'm, you know what? I'm going to say, though, that the reason that I've taken this break isn't because of that. For the last few months, I'm going to say since Cricket Live ended in November, I have been in a very weird headspace. And as you guys know, I'm like a strong promoter of working on yourself, loving yourself, and only then will you have, you know, a bunch of energy and love to give to everyone around you. And so I really just haven't had the energy to truly give my all to this project. I have been truly drained from personal stuff going on in my life. You know, with Cricket Ending, I hosted Cricket Live for the last two and a half years. So that was a big chunk of my life. And when it came to an end, it was very hard to digest. It was very hard on my soul. And not only that, but my living situation has been a bit weird in the last while. And then there was just a lot of stuff happening in my personal life that made it very hard for me to focus in any other way in my life. And, you know, having to also find a new source of income. And yeah, there's just been a a lot to digest. And so I was starting to feel that the show was going in a direction that I wasn't necessarily motivated by. And I wanted to bring the show back to its roots, which is really a show that focuses on self-love. And who would I be to, you know, create a show about self-love when I wasn't giving myself the love that I needed? So I needed to take a little bit of a break and I'm feeling so much better now. And I really feel like, I know where I'm going to be taking the show. I want the show to be more about the spiritual topics that I brought up in the beginning. I want to refocus and make it a lot more about that, a lot more about mindset, a lot more about happiness, finding your happiness. And I want to share more of my personal goals and things that I'm working on and I just want it to be a little bit more personal and ideas as well. I'm such a big idea person. I love learning. I'm constantly reading and learning new ideas. And I just want to, you know, do a couple more solo episodes where I'm sharing those ideas because a lot of my listeners are also people that follow me on live.me, the app where I live stream a lot. I haven't been doing it a lot lately because I've been uh, live streaming on Instagram a lot more, but regardless, um, 
I a lot of you guys know that I love talking about ideas and my close friends and family also know that about me. So um, yeah, if you are brand new to listening to me or any know anything about me or the Namaste podcast, me, 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 I sound so annoying right now. <laughs> um, but if you are brand new, then you might not know that. So yeah, I just, I love discussing, you know, why we do what we do and really challenging ideas. So that's what I want the show to be more about. So on that note, today's guest, oh, is so cool. First off, what a beautiful soul. Her name is Jordan Cardarelli. She is a Gene Keys specialist. Now I'm not going to get into it because she's going to explain what it's all about. It's quite difficult for me to explain. And um, also to anyone listening to this on audio, I am going to be posting the video version of this episode. Actually, I'm going to be reposting all of the video versions for all of the previous episodes that I haven't posted as of yet on my YouTube channel, which is just Melissa Milotti. And Listening to this episode on YouTube might also be more effective for you because in the video version, I'm actually going to show you my Gene Keys chart. So as she's talking about it, you'll be able to see a, like the visual of what she's talking about and that might be a little bit easier to comprehend. So yeah, anyways, I don't want to continue talking. I just want to jump right into it because this is a fantastic episode. This girl is so cool. You are going to fall in love with her. So without further ado, <laughs> here's my episode with Jordan Cardarelli. Enjoy. Today on the show, I am just so excited to have this guest. Her name is Jordan Cardarelli. She is a Gene Keys specialist. Hmm, what is that, do you ask? Well, she is actually going to explain everything about um, what the Gene Keys are and or is. Is that correct? Are, right? Are is, are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's difficult for me to explain, guys. I actually um, learned about it about five years ago, but it's a really interesting, difficult concept to, to get. And so it's kind of perfect that Jordan reached out to me and asked me to come on the show. And I, you know, it's been exactly what I've been wanting to learn for a very long time. So thrilled to have you here. Let's just jump into it. Um, tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what the Gene Keys is all about. Sure. So as Melissa mentioned, my name is Jordan Cardarelli. I am based in Toronto, Canada, and I'm a Gene Keys reader and guide. So what the Gene Keys really are is a, um, it's a modern adaptation of the I Ching on a technical basis. So the I Ching is an ancient divination system similar to, we could say, astrology. Oh. But, in, yeah, but instead of having 12 archetypes that we know of as the signs in astrology, there's 64 in the Gene Keys system. Yeah. So the gene keys are based on the 64 hexagrams of the I Ching and their more modern adaptation of that. So that's the gene keys system overall. So I think, Melissa, as you discovered, the gene keys were channeled by a man named Richard Rudd. Mm -hmm. And he wrote a book called The Gene Keys. So the book in itself gets really, really in-depth into all of the 64 archetypes, the 64 gene keys and what those specifically are. But for our purposes and what I lead clients through is their profile. So 
again, just like astrology, you can pull your Gene Keys profile. It's called the Hologenetic Profile. That's the official name. And it's based on your time, date, and location of birth. Mm-hmm. And what you get is um, this kind of picture. It's like a, a chart looking kind of thing. And out of the 64 Gene Keys, there's 11 that are specific to you. So the 11 in your profile are the ones that are specific to your life experience. And depending on where they're placed, then it says something very specific about an area of life for you. Gotcha. Sort of the gene keys in a nutshell. And I describe the profile as it's a roadmap really to your highest self. So it's showing us what So it's showing you what you're evolving into. So who you're evolving into and what your highest potential is in this lifetime. But it's also going to show you what's preventing you from getting there. So what's kind of blocking you or what you're working through in order to get to this amazing place and your, and your destiny really. Amazing. It's, it's so interesting. And I see, I didn't know that it came from an ancient divination technique. That's really cool. Yeah. That's the first time I've heard about that. I just stumbled upon Richard Rudd's book in chapters five years ago. And I was just like, Ooh, this sounds interesting. I started flipping through it and then I just decided to buy it. I don't know (laughs) why, but intuition told me it's a pretty expensive book. So I, (laughs) I questioned myself, but I felt very guided to buy it. And so, yeah. yeah, And then I I did the profile and, um, as I was explaining to Jordan earlier, um, for everyone listening, it's, you know, it's a little complex to understand, but what I did find when I was kind of seeping through all the information, it did really feel like it was quite spot on to my life and my personality. So it's pretty cool that just with your birthday and your, you know, where you're from, you can sort of figure out those things. It's interesting. It's pretty amazing. It's really, um, it's just another way of looking at a universal language, right? Mm. So your profile is based on where the planets are aligned um, at the time of your birth. So it's just mm. another way of kind of breaking down exactly who you are and what your destiny is, where you're coming from, and and all of this stuff that helps us grow. So, wow. How did you learn about the gene keys? Like, how did you get into it? Yeah. So, I mean, a kind of a long story. I've always been interested in all of these systems. It's been since I was young, right? I've been, you know, kind of obsessed with like personality tests, astrology. It started with astrology and then it grew from there. And then, you know, several years ago, I started to really dive into the human design system. Oh, if you've heard of human design. No. Okay. There's another one for you. (laughs) You go down the rabbit hole. But in any case, um, the gene keys are somewhat related to the human design systems. That's how I learned about it. And then when I pulled my profile, I was just, I was blown away because what I saw was that, you know, the past probably five years or so of doing this like deep kind of introspective work was all on one page for me. So to me, I was like, wow, you know, I, I didn't necessarily need to go through that all on my own. I could have had this guide where I could see, you know, what my higher potential is, but then also what my, my sticky points are, what my fears are, and all of those like little shadowy parts are that I've been 
you know, working through and we discover as we go along in life. So I was like, wow, this is so helpful. It's like a map. Cool. It's really like a map for people. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so were you going through anything when you discovered it that instantly the profile helped you sort of work through those issues? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's still a guiding light for me. The thing about the gene key system, that's a little bit different, I think, than other modalities, let's say like astrology, is that it's a self-growth tool. Mm. So it's something that you can take with you along throughout life and just refer back to as a kind of check and balance to see, you know, where you're falling at this point. Um, and to see where you're going and where you're growing from. So that's a little bit different. Um, Of course, like I give readings. So we, you know, clients and I, we talk all about them and, and all of these things. But, you know, I say the real juice of the system is in taking it with you along for the ride of your life and referring back to it as kind of a checkpoint. Right. Cool. So, okay. So my understanding of the gene keys that there are three different levels. Could you explain that to everyone? Yeah. So I'll get into the chart. So when you look at the chart, do you want me maybe to just talk about what the chart is? Like when we look at it? Sure. Let's start with that then. Okay. Cause I feel like it needs a little, a little explanation. It's so, so when you pull your profile, you're going to see this kind of big faded wheel in the back, and then the 11, we call them spheres of your chart. Those are the points that say something very specific about you. And those are your gene keys, so to speak. The numbers in those spheres are your gene keys. Mm. So the chart itself is broken down into what's called three sequences, um, the activation sequence, the Venus sequence, and the Pearl sequence, but I've renamed them (laughs) yeah, because they, um, it just for simplicity, um, because what they really do is they touch on three different areas of life. So I call them the gift path, the heart path and the abundance path. Oh, that's so much easier to understand. Yes. The three names, the activation and what, whatever the other ones were, honestly, I I remember reading through them and going, I, I do not know what these are all about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think it's just cuts to the, the point, cuts to the chase. Yeah. So, yeah. So the gift path is really your four prime gifts, your four main gifts you're here to share, oh. um, has a lot to do with your purpose the and those are the spheres so the little if you're looking at your profile (laughs) i am actually while you're talking (laughs) awesome and i guess for anybody listening you can go to genekeys.com to pull up your what i plan on doing yeah what i plan on doing is um actually i would love to just post i'm going to post this video i think more people will quite enjoy this episode being in video content so i'm going to i'll post my gene keys as like an example while you're talking So you can see it right now and I'm going to post this as a video so so everyone will be able to see as well. That's so helpful. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. (laughs) So the gift path are all of the spheres, the little bubbles that are colored green are partly green. The heart path, the heart path has to do with our relationships. So our relationship to others, but more importantly, it's our relationship to ourselves as well. So our relationship to our emotions, our intuition, and then uh, how that reflects in our relationship with other people. 
And then the abundance path are all of the spheres colored blue or partly blue. And this has to do with prosperity and money and career. So yeah, so depending on where you're at in life and um, you know what you want to know a little bit more, what you're working on, you can, you know, we can pick and dive deep into any of these different paths and it kind of just paints this whole big story. Cool. Okay. And then I'm just going to repeat it because I think I cut you off earlier. So anyone that's listening right now, you can go and get your Gene Keys profile by going to genekeys.com, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you can go there right now. It's completely free. And so I, you know, I did this again last night, but then I ended up finding my profile in uh, one of my old emails. So do they still send you the booklet of with all the information like they used to? I, good question. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Um, but you could always just take like a screenshot of the actual map because they, because I saw last night that they still give you the map and they yep. give you a little bit of an outline of your purpose and whatnot. But um, yeah, I just couldn't figure out if they still sent the booklet. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they send a booklet, but you're right. After you pull the profile, like right on the screen, there will be some pointers as well as the picture of your profile. And if anybody is interested, you know, if anyone's interested in diving deeper into the profile and seeing exactly what's what and they find this helpful to go through, I actually have a free ebook available as well. Um, That's right. I actually just saw that on your Instagram yesterday. So I went, okay, I want that free ebook. (laughs) It's brand, it's brand new. And I created it for beginners and, and advanced readers, like both, you know, just as a guide to, to what's what so that you know, anyone who's looking at their profile can follow through to see exactly what they're looking at. Cool. Okay. So when you're looking at a chart, so say you just got my chart, what would be the first thing that you would sort of look at? Well, I normally would look at the life's work point, which is right at the 12 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Because this is the position your son's in when you're born. So it's really has a ton to do with your personality It has to do with why you're here, how you're going to shine in both just your daily life as well as your career. So it's really important for you to access the higher frequencies of this gene key um, in order to be seen authentically as you. Oh, that's mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah. So, so mine is 16.3. It's, it's uh, mastery, versatility, and indifference. What does that mean? Yes. Yeah. So when you're looking at the profile, you'll notice those three different keywords. And um, this is called the frequency spectrum. It sets the gene keys apart from other modalities as well, like astrology. I find it can be kind of the confusing point when people are starting to understand the system. But really what it's saying is the higher frequencies, so the versatility and mastery, are your highest potential. So it's where you're aiming, it's who you are, who you came here to be. And that first word, indifference, is sort of what's holding you back from accessing that or from fully Mm -hmm. stepping into that. So I always say don't get too hung up on those keywords. Sometimes they're super on point with what that gene key is about. And sometimes they're like a little bit heady and a little bit abstract. But with the 16, what it's really saying about you specifically, because it's in your life's work point, is that you're really meant to be 
a versatile talent to be seen as this versatile talented person Mm. so the person always comes to mind for me with this gene key is like joe rogan he is at (laughs) yeah he's at the highest frequency of the 16th gene key he's just like famous for being joe rogan and he brings his talents like across the board to whatever work that he does Mm. um but he's attained this level of mastery in his life. So that's you. Basically, you're here to shine as this very talented person, but so talented that you can bring your expertise across the board to whatever it is that you're doing. Wow. Yeah. And that shadow frequency of indifference, really what it is, is like this is what could be holding you back from fully stepping into that spotlight or fully be seeing as this talented person and you know indifference is just this energy of like um it's like a kind of a careless attitude towards as we know mastery takes a lot of practice right we have to put a lot of time and energy and focus into mastering our craft and if we feel indifferent about it it's going to prevent us from getting there Wow, that actually really resonates. I uh, this year in January put I want to be a master on my vision board. No way. Yeah, in that's incredible. In singing and dancing, yeah, because I've been I've been doing it my whole life, but Mm -hmm. I have been my like, but my whole life I've been feeling uh, frustrated with myself because I don't like to be good at stuff. I want to be great at things. Wow. And and that and so I wrote that on my vision board and. I've been trying to get into this groove of practicing every single day. And, but I I understand the indifference energy because I sometimes question what I'm here to do and whether I should be doing it, whether I should be focusing on like my spiritual stuff as opposed Mm -hmm. to my performance stuff, whether, you know, um, whether I have the right intentions for my performance stuff, because certainly, you know, we're broadcasted this like big, like rich and famous lifestyle and all this. And obviously that can be really enticing to everybody because, you know, having money equals safety, <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> you know, on a very like deep Literal. level, yeah. um, <laughs> that's where it comes from. So I definitely, um, uh, I battle between that and I, uh, I, I battle between uh, being annoyed that I have to practice all the time when I just want to be good right now. And I, I do think that's the instant gratification sort of world that we live in as well, because I certainly did not struggle with that when I was younger. I was always practicing. I was obsessed with getting better. So it's really interesting. This is sort of a new thing in the last sort of 10-ish years for me that I've been sort of working through. Um, but yeah, that totally resonates. That's exactly what's going on with me right now. So, and I do think that's what kind of holds me back. It's this like teeter-totter uh, mentality of, you know, should I be doing this or should I be doing this and kind of going, you know, back and forth on how I feel about that. So, you know, what's interesting about the 16th gene key, it says that it doesn't need to be this one thing, right? So it doesn't need to just be acting. It's more, it can be like this broad talent. Like, again, we can think of Joe Rogan where it's like, your yeah so your talent doesn't necessarily need to be just acting it can be presenting as your personality in whatever facet of life you're channeling it to at that time Mm. so it can be more broad but it's also you know it just what you just said really touches on the point that I always like I repeat 
over and over and over with clients is that that shadow of indifference is what it really is, is it's attached to limiting beliefs, um, thought patterns, fears that we have, um, stories from our past. And it's just indicating what really needs to be worked through kind of on that subconscious level so that we can get to the next level of where we're going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you did a little digging, you could probably. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. You know what? I'm a really big believer in, in, uh, rewiring the subconscious mind. That's something mm-hmm. that I'm obsessed with learning about. And I definitely know that I struggle with, I am not worthy. That's the one thing okay. that I, I try to say to myself as much as possible. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. very, and you said something that uh, really resonated for one second. Oh, what did you say? I hate when that happens. <laughs> anyway, spot write on. It down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So cool. And, um, so that's the 16th gene key. And then that point three, the, the three after is called a line number. So what a line number is, is it's just this added level of depth. I always like the line number to me is pretty advanced. So for anybody listening, you know, that's kind of secondary, but the third line is all about experimentation. So it makes a lot of sense that you know, throughout your life, you'll be in a process of, of discovering like what these talents are for you and going through this like experimental hands-on process of developing it over time. Ah, that's what the three represents. That's what the three is. Yeah. It's a very experimental kind of frequency. Interesting. And I actually just remembered, um, what you said about how my talent is kind of broad or I'm, I'm here to sort of just be my personality. Um, it's funny because I used to, well, only in November did I finish, but I was hosting a game show for the last two and a half years. And what I used to joke about was that, um, you know, I'm obviously an actor, but I would joke about how playing myself is the most fun role. (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) Just being myself. And I just, I love just talking. And that's kind of why I started the podcast because I love just having conversations with people and, you know, just being me. (laughs) Amazing. So that is your talent. Yeah. Permission permission to do it. Seriously, that, so that really resonates now that you, you say that. And I guess that's kind of what Joe Rogan is too. He's just himself. Completely. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yes. (laughs) Um, so before the, before we started, uh, uh, just talking, we kind of touched on uh, my relationships. So, um, so okay, well, maybe I'm going too fast. Where where would you go next after the life's work? Like, what what would you sort of analyze, or 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 do you have a process where you ask your client a question of what they'd like to know? Is that more how you do it? Yeah, totally. Sorry. So. Yeah. So it just depends on, um, so my sessions are broken down into three different parts. So, you know, the, the client would choose which path they're interested in. So we would focus just on the gift path or just on the heart or just on the abundance depending. Yeah. Depending on what area of life they're interested in exploring, or they can go for, I also have a a bundle of sessions where we would go, um, in order gift, heart abundance and we would cover the whole chart so that part's a little more client-led with wherever they're looking to explore in their life Um, but technically the the profile does go in order so um 
Okay. Uh, you, yeah. So you'd start at the, the life's work, follow it to evolution. Like you basically will follow the lines. So all the way down the gift, up through the heart, and then end up the abundance. So that's the, the proper or technical way to go about analyzing your chart. Oh, I see. Okay. Sorry. So you'd start at life's work to evolution of radiance purpose, and then you would go up the heart. I see. And then all the way back up to life's work. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But for me, I think you can jump, we can jump around, right? We can jump to whatever topic is at the forefront. I will say that, you know, if any, when somebody asks me, like, where do I start in general? Like, I like it all, but where's the best place to begin? I would say the gift path, because the gift path is our, it's our personality. It's, it's a huge part of our personality and it's, it has to do with our purpose. So it's usually something that everyone can access, like how we were talking about the 16th. It will, I've never met somebody that doesn't, wow, that really hits close to home or resonate with. So that's a good place to start. Okay. And then we so go from there. Since you, so since you did mine beforehand, yeah. was there something on my gift path that stood out to you? Hmm. Well, it all stands out to me. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but maybe, maybe we'll talk about your evolution next and then we can, if you're interested in your heart path, we can kind of maybe jump there after too. Sure. Whatever you... Yeah, this is just have. really interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. So the so your evolution sphere is the next on the gift path. And what this can be for for people is kind of it's kind of their Achilles heel, but it's attached to the life's work as well, where you can really easily fall into that shadowy frequency quite easily. So it's something that kind of keeps you in a check and balance throughout life, but it's like for a purpose. Its purpose is to help you evolve forward. So for you specifically, um, well, the ninth gene key in general, it's all about focused energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all about the details. <laughs> so it's about the level, really the level of consciousness that you bring to the details in your life. So you have the gift, if you can access it, of understanding that you know the small details of your day and that details matter in everything that you do so how you wake up in the day and you know the like how you take your coffee and how you leave the house and all of the small little things that you do actually add up to the whole so you have that understanding of energy and this focus with it but on the shadowy side and again this this sphere can be something that trips us up is letting those small details kind of run your show instead of running their show. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense uh, in Mm -hmm. terms of like, I'll just give you a quick example. I, um, uh, well, not as much anymore. Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> um, I used to really obsess over the things that I eat and not from like a, from a standpoint of being worried about gaining weight or anything. It was never about that. It was more to do with acne. And I used to be, I, oh, I'd be so scared if that I 
ate an egg, then, you know, I would break out like crazy. And so I would just obsess over these little things. And then if I did something, then, you know, all was lost <laughs> and, and it was all doomed. So I, I am still kind of like that in certain aspects, but I really try to ground myself and not go there because I know that it's, it's not true. Right. Yep. There you go. So it's like, exactly. So it's the difference between you being in charge of those small details of your life and understanding what's helping you and what's just leading you down a path of, you know, whatever, um, versus you can see the shadow is inertia. So it's like hyper-focusing on the small details to the point where you're just like turning in circles. Like we're not moving forward where it's just kind of either overwhelming you or you're buying so much into it that it's like a distraction. Right. And that actually yeah. makes a lot of sense in terms of because we're looking at my life path and like my life's work. Yeah. Um, you know, I I do tend to do that when it comes to performing. Mm-hmm. I will hone in on my insecurities or the small details that really aren't that big of a deal. And when I reflect on it, I'm like, damn it, why did I spend so much energy on that? <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So, so again, our shadows, the shadow frequency is really just something that needs to be worked through um, in order to get to that, those higher levels. So to really fulfill our purpose. And yeah. does the Gene Keys book or do you um, help people sort of develop steps to get to those higher levels? Yeah. So on my Instagram, I share quite a bit um, about little tips on how to elevate your frequency or to work through those little shadowy patterns or understand what they're trying to say to us. And then in my sessions as well, we, depending on the client, you know, if if somebody is less open with sharing, that's totally fine too. If they're just there for a reading to like know about yourself, that's cool. Um, But the more open somebody is, we can kind of understand why we're held back by those patterns and and what needs to be unraveled or understood to kind of break through them. And then I always give, um, and I'll send these to you after, their little integration prompts. So after a session, um, their journaling prompts, or for people who don't like to journal, they can just kind of think about them. But it sort of leads you through um, a series of questions to understand how that's played out in your life and what those limiting beliefs are um, some of the stories from your past and, and how that relates to you. Right. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. This is very much like therapy. This is a great alternative to <laughs> yeah. regular talk therapy. <laughs> yeah. It's like fun therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So from there, does it go to the SQ or does it go to radiance? So it, it breaks through the SQ and then goes over to your radiance, I would say. What does SQ stand for? You know, I don't know what SQ stands for. Okay. I get, yeah. yeah, I get asked that and I'm like, I don't know what SQ stands for. But really what that is, is um, so the heart path is a little bit deeper. It goes through your, it goes throughout your life. So through your childhood, through all of the conditioning that you experienced over your life that leads you away from leading a heart open life, right? So leading an emotionally connected, intuitive life, um, what happened throughout childhood in seven year increments to kind of put up walls or create these barriers. So the SQ, it actually represents zero to seven. 
Ah, we learned that yeah. in Reiki actually between the years zero to seven is when you learn all your core, desi- like your core subconscious beliefs. So it, yeah, it's mm-hmm. so true. Yeah. They say that your, your subconscious is mostly wired by age seven yes. and then, yeah. And then we start to play out those patterns throughout the rest of our lives. But Weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, you had a question about the vocation earlier. Do you want to go there? Oh, yes. Um, yeah, let's do that. Let's go straight there. <laughs> okay, because that one, that one stands – it's interesting when I was looking at your profile earlier. That one stands out for me, hmm. for you, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a pretty loaded position. So it's your vocation. You can see that it's colored half, half red, half blue, which means it's related to your heart and relationships, but it's also related to your career which is an interesting connection we don't always make, but I always say it's the, that placement, that sphere is the epitome of the, you know, the saying, make your pain your purpose or make your mess your message kind of deal. Interesting. Yeah. So it tends to be something that is like this kind of deeper, a deeper wound. It's also called your core wound. So you come into life with this, kind of deeper wound that you're working through but it's actually something that you will will step into in your career in life or your work it's it has to do with work with other people or somehow it's going to weave into your career and your prosperity your money so this guy is it's very um, mental so it has to do with this mental kind of pressure and it's a very mystical gene key too which is really cool Hmm. Mm -hmm. so at the higher level it's about being like inspiration is a great word for it it's about being inspired by the mysteries of life right so mm -hmm. I'm nodding my head everyone (laughs) this is very on point yeah but the key words inspired So we're inspired and amazed by, and we can go down different paths and kind of explore, but it's, you know, the tendency, so that shadowy tendency, like psychosis is such a strong word, I find, but what it's really saying is what prevents you from just exploring these mysteries of life and being like in awe of all of the different possibilities and all of the different information that we have access to is like going down the rabbit hole a little bit too much to the point where we're buying into those stories and we're trying to figure things out. It's this pressure of trying to come to the conclusion of or trying to figure it out that can lead you to either feeling very scattered mentally and like over-identifying with so much or the other tendency is to try to like you almost box yourself into like a fixed pattern of thought to get rid of that pressure to figure things out it's like well this is the way things are and I figured it out and you know this is the final conclusion so that kind of shadow of like needing to know needing to figure things out and just getting um like succumbing to that pressure holds you back from just, you know, what your, what your calling is, which is just to experiment with the mysteries of life and just to be in awe of all of the, all of the possibilities. Wow. That's very spot on. (laughs) I think um, that that is probably the number one thing that I journal about (laughs) uh, and talk about with friends was that I, yeah, I feel 
like I do understand things very well and I can pick up and learn things quite easily and I'm just so interested in wanting to understand everything that yeah sometimes it does um, sort of drive me in this I'm like again psychosis is a strong word but it, it does kind of drive me into this mental state where I'm obsessing over why haven't I figured it out or why you know like you know um, my friend used to call me <laughs> the copycat sponge <laughs> because I can weirdly just watch people do things and and I don't know if it's because I was a dancer but I can sort of like find their movement in my body and like or like I can listen to someone talk and I can mimic their voice very easily or like it, and I feel like it's an energetic thing because um, I'm kind of just like feeling it out and like and then doing it um, and then also I sort of morphed to people's personalities which I never realized that I did but uh, and it, that could have been maybe more of a charismatic thing but I, I did notice that I'd be around people and then like I'd always find ways to relate to someone or just I just kind of would take on their laugh or like and it's a it's a very like a sub kind of subconscious thing because I don't always realize that I'm doing it until, you know, I was just in New York with my, one of my good friends. And then at the end of the week I caught myself and I was literally laughing exactly like her. And I'm like, why does this happen to me? Like, why do I just like morph to people's personalities? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's weird, but, uh, I certainly know what you're, what, what you're, what you're saying. I think it's quite spot on and that I do, want to figure things out so for example with singing um I've been trying to figure out like how do you just hit that high note how do you get there but what I'm starting to realize is that okay Melissa like you hit it by literally practicing every day like there isn't you know some kind of formula for this where just tomorrow I can wake up and I figured it out and I can hit that Christina Aguilera note you know totally <laughs> I love that yeah. yeah, I love how you're relating it to these different areas of life because that's exact. I mean, that's exactly what it's all about, right? Yeah. But you're an inspired person. You, yeah. right? This is this is one of your gene keys, and it, you're an inspired person. It's connected to your heart. It's connected to your career. Um, so just to allow yourself, like, to explore without always needing to get to the bottom of, or always like to draw the conclusion from, is um, going to be a big thing for you it's interesting how it's connected with relationships um because oh well, I mean there's many conclusions that I could draw with that but I mean just really quickly my career I when I booked the game show um I ended up dating one of the people from from uh the show <laughs> oh cool. so literally my career and love <laughs> did combine <laughs> amazing yeah quite so, quite literally quite, quite literally, literally yeah but I do also find that I am quite addicted to learning about relationships and how um you know we different people think and why we do what we do and I'm like obsessed with John Gray's men are from Mars women are from Venus his theories behind that and Oh, so good. And I actually had him on the show and it was just like mesmerizing talking to him about all of his theories. Yeah, because they, they've totally worked and they've helped me understand guys so much more. But but again, the psychosis kind of comes in where I'm like, you know, so obsessed with with what I've learned. And sometimes I've caught myself in like, you know, logically knowing what I should do and knowing, you know, how the other person feels. But sometimes things are illogical and you just kind of have to you know, chill and yeah. 
it's, I don't think we're here to necessarily get to like figure everything out. Yeah. You know, sometimes things are just left to breathe and then we come to conclusions later and yeah. Yeah. Well, that's well, sometimes I, I was also thinking about, you know, it doesn't matter how many theories, you know, on how to understand men, for example, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, there might be something weird about your personal connection with this person that you're trying to um, uh, learn, apply all these theories to, you know, like maybe totally. things aren't working because your connection isn't so good, you know, or maybe they are working because your connection is so great. So that there's, there's other factors. Oh, right? sure. Yeah, completely. And um, what's interesting about the gene key is what it has to say about our relationships is that the health of our relationships is just a reflection of the health of the relationship with ourselves. Yeah. So it's more about working through those, the spheres of the heart path to become more open and connected ourselves. And that translates naturally to who first we will draw into our lives and then how we will you know, interact with the other people in our lives, right? Romantic relationships and otherwise. So that, that is so true. And I can just say that when I attracted this person that I'm with right now, I mm-hmm. was in a headspace where um, I was just sort of uh, leaving a situation, a relationship that I um, didn't feel like, I just didn't feel completely loved and taken care of. And that's not what I wanted. And so I was starting to give myself that love and starting to respect my needs and my boundaries. And, you know, and I wrote out, I am a whole and complete person with some with, sorry, I have, I'm an, I'm a whole and complete person that has attracted another. I can't remember exactly what I said, but, uh, that, (laughs) that, uh, is with someone that is also whole and complete themselves, something like that. That's the best. (laughs) Yeah. And I have noticed throughout our relationship that whenever I haven't been feeling good, we're not good. Sure. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So I, I think maybe that's kind of also what you're getting at. Like, uh, I think taking care of ourselves is, is really um, important in terms of, you know, everything else flowing well. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to point out one of your heart path yeah, spheres sure, for yes, you? Yes. That's just jumping out as you're speaking. So if you look at the EQ. Uh, yeah. So you got... Yeah, you got 25.1. So the EQ represents um, the second year time period from seven to 14. So it's really when we're developing a lot emotionally, like we can all look back to that time in our lives and think, okay, you know, seven to seven to 14, super, super impressionable in that capacity. So the shadowy tendency there tends to be our biggest emotional defense mechanism that kind of so if we're talking about relating like specifically to a partner the eq is pretty important because we need to be more open emotionally with ourselves and with another person in order to have a healthy connected relationship so that little shadowy tendency constriction it has to do with literally closing up the heart space just kind of almost like walling off or blocking off. And instead of, you know, the higher frequencies of this, which is acceptance, which is just, you know, loving others for who they are and seeing past, you know, some um, 
some lack and, you know, like the not so great parts of their personality or things that they do and just being more whole, like heart open towards that instead of, you know, being hurt by something like that. And then like, you know, coiling up and becoming like constricted and, and shut off. So it's just an interesting one to have in the EQ sphere. So that's a, that, that completely resonates. <laughs> yeah. 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 Acceptance is probably the number one thing that I have been practicing in the last while. I do think that, um, I, I'm, I'm hard on myself. So I, I, but I, I came into awareness that I'm very hard on the people around me and that I, you know, expect, uh, you know, expect them to be very loving. And I just, I have high expectations. So, and I didn't mm-hmm. really realize that until not too long ago. And, um, yeah, certainly. I Acceptance is what I try to practice. And, and it's when I practice that, do I feel more peace in my relationship for sure. And the interesting thing about you having this in your chart is that you are an accepting person. So by nature, you are open and accepting of other people. Yeah. And what tends to happen, it's said that this, you know, if you hold the 25th in your chart, you can actually draw, it's almost like the universe is I don't want to use the word test, but testing you a little bit about, okay, well, you know, you're cool with this and you're, you're so accepting and open. So now I'm going to throw you like a little bit of a curveball with a friend or a family member or whoever else is going to come in and kind of test that depth of acceptance. It's like, okay, well, how can you deal with this? Or are you, are you open to this kind of person or experience or how much can you love them beyond you know, what they're giving off. So, ah, so I could, mm-hmm. I could possibly in my life attract situations to just test how much I accept someone. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that could uh, be very relevant to my current <laughs> life. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's, it's a point of growth, right? All of the gene keys are really a point of growth for us. So, you know, it's in your chart for a reason. It's something that you hold, but you're also evolving into. Wow. So I, I see that there are lines connecting the different um, bubbles and on one of them, it says karma. So what exactly does that mean? To be honest, I don't use the lines very much in my work. Yeah. Um, you know, they do mean something. So if you looked through Richard Rudd's work specifically on his website, he uses a lot different language than me and he focuses on some specific other things that I don't so, so much. Um, but the karma it's related to the attraction sphere more because the, yeah, the attraction sphere is kind of like this it's almost like a revolving door of who's going to enter your life karmically. Oh. Yeah. So at the, at the shadowy frequencies, when we're, we're more steeped in the shadowy frequency or, or the, the, the fear-based mentality or the, um, the limiting beliefs of that, that's when we can start to manifest the same, you know, kind of people over and over again, whether it's relationship work, doesn't really matter, just relationships in general. And then when we access the higher frequencies, our relationships tend to move up to a higher frequency as well. I see. So that's why it says karma. Because it's interesting that um, the IQ and attraction are both in the threes and they both it's, say innocence, innovation, and chaos. It is very interesting. Do you and you see when that I, a lot? Sorry. Not really. Oh. It's special. 
it's special because I mean to have, you know, you've got 11 out of 64. So to have a repeat means, means it's significant. Yeah. So if we were in session, I would definitely focus on this. And, you know, it tends to be that those two aspects of life are, are quite connected. So for yourself, who you attract into your life has a lot to do with the IQ is a lot to do with how you use your mind. So if you're um, basically, so the IQ will go into a little bit more. It represents the age of 14 to 21. Okay. When we, yeah, when we kind of develop our mental faculties and when our mind can kind of step in as this authority in our lives, rather than, you know, when you're a kid and you're just like flying by the seat of your pants and you're very open emotionally and you ask for what you want and, and all of that stuff as a child, that's the time where we start to think, you know, we observe reality and we think, you know, I don't want to be this way. I do want to be this way. And our mind kind of steps in, right? So it can represent kind of our, um, like our mental conditioning and how our minds overridden our intuition in a way. Interesting. Yeah. So for you, that kind of, um, either leaning towards using your mind as your guiding point in life or your intuition has to do with who you're attracting into your life, like quite specifically. Hmm. And the third, (laughs) and the third gene key is it's all about, it's all about being comfortable with the unknown in a way. It's about leaning into this aspect of innovation, which means to create something new or to do something new, you kind of have to be in this like unsure or messy starting point. Hmm. So it's about being comfortable with a messy starting point in a way. And the shadow frequency is this fear of chaos, like that there's no real order to things and this hesitancy of kind of like diving off the deep end and not really knowing where your footing is for a few minutes. So I don't know if that speaks to you, but oh yeah, everything you said so far in this whole <laughs> this whole talk speaks to me. I, for everyone listening, I'm like here nodding my head <laughs> as she's speaking. But yeah, no, for sure resonates. Yeah, feeling super exposed. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I don't mind. I even I said to Jordan before we started, I'm like, you know what? Tell them everything. I'm an open book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which it's, I love. It's cool so to hear you just say things that are very spot on and, you know, we've never met before, you know, it's cool that you're able to speak of me on such a deep level just by, you know, knowing my birthday and where I was born, you know, it's mm-hmm. awesome. It's pretty wild. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I love it. it. It's, it is, it's amazing. I mean, it fascinated me too. So, so yeah, I mean, the more you're comfortable with that kind of messier starting point or that little bit of an unknown in the beginning, you know, the higher frequency people you'll attract and you'll be able to rely on your intuition a little bit more. Right. So you're, yeah, I don't know if that's, um, a mindset that you've adopted over life where you like to kind of, um, know what's going on before you start or to have everything kind of in its place and be uncomfortable with that, that beginning point, but totally. Yeah. Um, whenever I, whenever I would go to auditions as a kid and I still do it now, I will go like a half an hour in advance so that I can just, like, <laughs> you know, scope out my surroundings and sort of chill and, 
you know, totally. feel like there's a bit of order to the chaos, but I, I certainly do struggle with chaos. That's for sure. It's, okay. It tends to be a big point of attraction. There tends to, you know, what's interesting because, uh, in 2017, and I'm going to say the end of 2016, 2017, and then probably mid 2018, I was really vibrating on a very high frequency. I was attracting pretty much everything that I thought of was coming into my existence. And I was very, it was a really cool point in my life. And, um, I don't know. I don't want to blame people or things that I was surrounded by, but, um, I certainly think sometimes if you're not if you're not active and like keeping yourself on these high frequencies, you can't, you can fall victim to, um, lowering, you know, your frequency and you can, you know, get kind of caught up in other people's frequencies, even though it's not their fault. Um, but that does tend to happen. And I do think that that has happened to me over the last, you know, two, three years, um, two years, I guess. And, um, but yeah, sorry. My point was that I, um, I wasn't attracting any chaos during that time. Like life was very like, very, I would say, you know, innovation is, um, one of the points of this gene key. I, I think that I was sort of creating and I was just mm-hmm. in this f- mind frame where things were very gentle and I was attracting a lot and just felt very good. And mm-hmm. then, um, over the last year and a bit, just, there's been you know, it's just been getting more and more chaotic up until even today. A lot of chaos happened this morning. Like there's just so much chaos in my life right now. So, so say someone's listening and, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they do do their profile and chaos is on, uh, or sorry, or if they get the gene key three <laughs> and yeah. they see that chaos is their shadow frequency. Do you have any recommendations as to how they might, you know, work their way up out of that? Yeah. So I always say there's with elevating our frequency specifically, there's a couple layers to it. So I'm like, I'm a big fan of what I call the more superficial layer as well, which is like, you're feeling low in a moment. So you decide to like, take a break, go for a walk in nature, or you're going to sit and meditate, or you're going to exercise, you know, we need to eat, you know, healthy food that fuels our mind and body. Um, All of this good stuff that's a little bit more superficial like I love that because it just bumps us in the moment so that we can just like breathe a little bit and just shift our our mentality and focus but for me um, to create more long-lasting change we kind of have to go into the deeper stuff as well which is where the gene keys would come in so for somebody who's identifying with you know chaos in their life like you you are um you know i would take them through the the integration prompts that i have which just you know it goes back to more questions about you because i really believe what we're kind of manifesting externally has more to do with what's going on inside so you know i would I would encourage that person to go back throughout their life to see how that topic of chaos had played out, especially when they were younger. Did they grow up in a chaotic environment? Is there something? <laughs> is well, there certainly, something? Like, I feel like um, you know, growing up like a child of divorce, whether it was like you know chaotic or not, I feel like that's okay. That is some chaos for a young child, and for me, it did happen when I was six. So that oh, was okay. during the go. prime yeah. core belief, you know, stage as well, right? Yeah. So, and it it was actually quite chaotic. It was actually a very um, sort of darker time, I would say. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so then, you know, I would, I would encourage that person to journal about that and to really think about why, you know, what are those fears or stories they have regarding not really have your feet firmly planted on the ground? Are you afraid of that happening again? Or are you rejecting that kind of phase of life? Because chaos is just a lower vibration of innovation, right? So if you look at your Gene Keys profile, to create something new or to have something new in our life, there's always this kind of uncomfortable place of in-between. So it's about kind of, you know, sometimes getting more comfortable with what seems to be chaotic or out of place. And yeah, and understanding that that can just be the starting point of something else. So that's what I would encourage somebody to do is just kind of look deeper within themselves and to unravel and to write about the stories about how chaos is related to them, some fears that they hold about it, and then to kind of target those fears or beliefs that are underneath it. Wow. This is so cool. And you are so knowledgeable and I'm just having the best time. <laughs> um, so for everyone listening that's been hearing this talk and they absolutely love it, where can they... Um, you know, apply to work with you? Do you, you have a website? Should they message you via Instagram? Yeah. So my Instagram is jordan.cardarelli and my website is jordan, uh, jordancardarelli.com. So super simple. And you can, I mean, I'm active on Instagram, so you can message me through there if you have any questions or you can just check out my site, my emails attached to my site as well. So either way. Yeah. And they can download your new free book, which is exciting to learn yes. more. Very cool. Okay. So you've given me a reading on my life <laughs> and now I'm turning it around onto you. Oh, so um, for everyone new listening right now, I am going to be pulling a card for Jordan. So if this is your first time listening to the show, oh my gosh, I'm out of breath. <laughs> I just <laughs> ran upstairs to get my cards. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. If this is your first time listening to the show, um, I do something fun on the show and I like to pull a card for every one of my guests. Little fun thing. And so the card deck that I'm going to be using today, I just felt drawn to pick this one for you. So this is the Archangel Power Tarot Cards by Doreen Virtue and Radley Valentine. Pretty. Now I believe... Um, I believe they're still sold, but Doreen Virtue isn't a part of this world anymore. So she um, took her name off of all the cards. And so I think it's just Radley Valentine now. But do you know about her? I have some of her cards too. Yeah. yeah not, that, not that deck, but yeah, I didn't know she wasn't in the card. Yeah. yeah she, this a couple of years ago, I think maybe 2016, 2017, she uh, renounced um, herself from being involved in anything new agey, which is like so wild because everyone that knows is. she is like the mother of Oracle cards. Like she literally created them. If anyone's listening, doesn't know anything about Oracle cards or tarot cards or whatnot, Doreen 
Doreen Virtue is the mother of this world for a lot of people because she channeled these cards and then she, you know, she taught how to read them to many people around the world for many years. And yeah, I think about four years ago now, she had uh, a Jesus moment, she says, and she decided to convert to Christianity and read the Bible and that's it. So, and she's clearly very committed because she took her name off of all of her cards, all her books, everything. She, she doesn't make any money from any of them anymore. So very interesting story. So interesting. Yeah. But I still like these cards regardless. So the Archangel (laughs) Power Tarot cards, I find that the vibration of these cards are very motivating. I find that I feel very empowered uh, with every reading that I do from these cards. So I don't know. I feel John to pull you one. So I'm going to put my mic down and just shuffle and then I'll pick you a card. All right. So probably about six cards just flew out. That definitely means something. (laughs) Maybe I'll pick two to read, but I will definitely show you what each of these cards are. So, you know, uh, in case maybe just the messages on the cards resonate for you. Cool. So, um, the first one I'm going to pick is I'll just read them in whatever order I feel drawn to. So King of Gabriel, it says, keep your eyes on the big picture, leave the details to others experience that leads to success, genuine concern for others. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. We got that Generous one. Inspirational to <laughs> <laughs> so there's that one. Cool. Um, oh, and also any thoughts, feelings, ideas, or sensations that come to you while I'm you know, reading these cards is relevant to what you need to know. Mm -hmm. Um, Ace of Michael, it says a wonderful new idea. Don't allow bumps in the road to hinder your progress. Clear up communication problems with others. Wow. So that one, I will read that one in in the booklet. Okay. Is that, is that when you, I feel more drawn to that one. Wonderful. Um, Two of Gabriel, it says, make bold and ambitious choices. Great progress is possible. Important relationships with people who share your vision. I'm going to read that one. Like you. Yeah, that's what I think. That's (laughs) literally what I just- These are all about work. This is what I just said in my head. I'm like, oh, it's me. (laughs) It's you. (laughs) Completely. Uh, And then peace, release the past. There is more enriching future coming. Let go and let God. Oh, that's important. Okay. Is it? Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Then I will read those three for you. And then this is the final one. Change your life, a sudden revelation that offers freedom, break free of procrastination, embrace the opportunities that change brings. I love that. I feel like they're all related to work. They, they probably are. Yeah. See, and, and you know what? And that's the thing, like often when this happens, I find that it's usually, it's usually all very relevant. It's a theme. I go with it. I'm just one yeah. of those. I don't overthink it. I um I have a spiritual teacher named Faye and she just kind of says to to go with how you're feeling and you know the first thing that pops up if that feels right then just you know don't analyze you just go with it. Yeah. So um yeah, okay. So we'll go with Ace of Michaels first. Okay. You've come up with a wonderful new idea. Insight that had previously eluded you shines upon a situation or problem. Now the way forward is clear to you and you move full steam ahead. There's an opportunity here to do things in in an entirely new way. Give attention to the details in your plan of action, but also keep an eye on the big picture. There could be a bumpy start, but don't let that deter you from continuing to move forward. Clear up any communication problems with others. 
Don't allow misunderstandings to fester. Get to the truth of the matter. Additional meanings of the card. Be honest with yourself. Look for the silver lining and don't give up. Wow. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> so do you want me to tell you a little bit about sure. what I, yeah, I love okay. that? I love validation. <laughs> a little story time. Yeah. So what's interesting is, um, you know, just recently with my work, I've decided to, um, you know, we were talking a lot about what can somebody do about that, like vibration of chaos or some of those shadow frequencies if we identify with being kind of trapped steeped in that and, and having that as a block, right? So my intention was always to help, you know, my clients do something about that, something a little bit more tangible. And just, just now, just newly, um, I am exploring a new energy healing modality to kind of be my part two of all of this work so that, you know, we can actually start to rewire some of those subconscious beliefs to help, you know, you move actually past those, those limiting beliefs and, the, and a little bit yeah. of the shadow frequency. So it's brand new and um, probably won't be offered for a little while because I'm still exploring, but it is, it's like a phase two and it's all just newly come to me. So cool. It, it's not Reiki energy healing, you said? It's, no, it's, it's actually called Site K. Oh, I've heard of this. Okay. Yeah. So I'm brand, brand new to it. So okay. No, I've just, definitely heard that before. I don't know what it's about, but I've definitely heard that before. Yeah. It has to do with, um, from my understanding, which is just a little baby understanding right now. And I, again, I'm still just exploring whether this will be a good fit or not, but it came into my awareness. So I'm, you know, I'm thinking that it's here for a reason, but it's, it's about, changing our belief structure to be more in line with where we're going instead of about our past more in line with where we're evolving to so that we have helpful stories that are looping down there rather than things that are holding us you know in a pattern that we've we've always had so cool that's interesting yeah. Ooh, i'm yes. gonna look that up too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay and then the final uh card because i think i'm i think the piece is very understanding releasing the past i think i won't read that one uh but the final one two of gabriel so it says you're making great progress if you're experiencing a pause in the action then it's time to reassert yourself and get things moving again be bold and ambitious you may have a choice to make don't let indecision keep you from going forward so go ahead and learn all about this <laughs> new modality <Yeah. laughs> the right choice won't come from your mind so follow your heart important relationships are possible right now partner with people who share your outlook and passion additional Yay. meanings of this card long-term vision business partners showing great courage gay friends or relationships cool cool i think it's just all fitting for the work that i'm doing right now certainly yeah, yeah. very yeah. cool i love well, it awesome thank this, you this has you're welcome this has been so fun this is such a different podcast episode that i've ever done before and you know i'm Yay. i'm very it's like as much as this Gene Keys is super spiritual and like you said, it's sort of um, a uh, just a what uh, not I'm not numerology. What am I trying to say right now? It's a it's like another psychic modality or it's like it's a way to um, understand. It's cosmic. It's 
It's cosmic, right? It's from the stars. Yes. There's a word on the tip of my tongue that I can't get out. But anyways, even though it's more on the spiritual spectrum, I am someone that really loves science and I love um, logical things. And I just feel like this is a really interesting that it it does kind of come from like a science-y perspective, but it, yeah, like the, you can't really explain how specific and spot on it is. And it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So anyways, it kind of combines the both. So I found it very interesting. And so I'm just, I'm so excited that we got to have this chat. And uh, if you really loved hearing all about this, definitely reach out to Jordan because I feel like this, you know, I, this could help so many people. I, I truly feel like this is such an interesting uh, type of therapy, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a good starting place for a lot of different things, right? Whether it's healing or just self-awareness or just literally of in, just, you know, somebody's just interested in knowing a little bit more about themselves yeah. and their life, like all of it, it covers all the bases. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And I just want to thank, oh, I'm so glad. I, um, I just want to clarify, do you do a lot of Skype uh, interviews as well or one-on-ones with people or do you do more in person? I only do through Skype actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. That makes so, it interesting. And Sorry, easy. Yes. Yeah. Because I, you know, I want it to be available to anybody worldwide and, you know, I have clients from all different time zones. And so it's just a nice way to connect face to face, but also, you know, it gives them the the option to record and, and, you know, to keep that information for futures. So it's all through Skype. Wonderful. Okay, guys. Well, uh, if this is something that stood out to you, my God, reach out to Jordan. I actually feel like I may want to sit down with you and do a little bit more in depth because yeah, let's just talk so more fun. <laughs> I love, love that. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, I always like to finish on this note. My favorite motto of the entire world, but actually just the motto of the podcast is the grass is greenest where you are right now. So I just like to remind everyone about, you know, focusing on being in the present and being grateful and happy and appreciative where you are right now, because everything is good right now. In the present moment, usually everything is good. I'm not even going to, I'm going to take out the usually and say everything is good mm-hmm. in the present moment. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so I yeah. so feel that. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And stay tuned for next week's episode dropping on Tuesday. I have a really amazing contest coming up as well. I don't know if it'll be next week's episode, but very soon there is going to be an awesome contest to look forward to. So look forward to that, lol. (laughs) And also, if you don't already join me for the Lunchtime Sunshine live streams, I am live streaming every single day at 1230 Eastern Standard Time, 930 Pacific on my Instagram at Melissa Malati. We are doing a little gratitude checklist as well as a five to 10 minute meditation. So if you're into that, come and join me. They are so awesome to do every single day. And um, yeah, I'm just going to continue doing them as long as they continue to uplift and bring joy which it seems they are. So that's uh, my motivation. (laughs) Thank you so, so much for listening, y'all. And I'm sending you so much love, light, and motivation to go slay at your goals. Namaste.